You didn't even give us any foreplay into the conversation. You just had to say, Lamar, stick it in. Wait, oh, what? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode seven of the Saratobi Sports Pod. It's me, John, and we got Miles Francesa. First time, long time, long time, first time. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, CBS Sports, Mr. Uh, Penn Rosenthal, just in transition. Just a friend, just uh, in time. I, I, would, I would like to, uh, for the record, I'm going with uh, Penny Atkinson as oh, my name. Oh, that's, that's fire. fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Oh, I yeah, like that. Yeah. That should be a Twitter <laughs> name. Yeah, maybe. You was definitely saving that, weren't you? I uh, know. I, I actually wasn't. Uh, I thought of it literally like earlier today. You know, kill him with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, so you was thinking about it. All right. Yeah, I like that. Penny Atkinson is fire. Yeah, so no, you, got, you, you got to change your change your Twitter name to that. <laughs> yeah, you got to, bro. Uh, all right, and um. Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh wait, let's before we get into the meat of our episode, let's uh there actually were some things happening around the world outside of the NFL. Um the first thing <laughs> is probably uh how trash team USA is. Seventh place. I lose the whole thing. Oh man. The Seventh. whole thing? Seventh place. To Frank Nilakina? Uh yeah. The Celtics. Frank Nicktilakina. Frank <laughs> to Frankie Smalls. As, as Steph Curry says, Frank Nigalina. Like, come on. <laughs> Frank Nigalina. They lost to Frankie Smokes. So they so, lost to so so was did it was it that they lost to France or did they lose to Serbia first? Who did they lose to first? I th- um I thought it was France. Didn't France play in the finals? Well, no, uh, ah, the finals. So so actually Spain won. Spain won the finals. Yeah. They played oh no, they played Argentina. Australia. No, yeah. Um, I yeah, lied. So, I lied. The yeah. final was Argentina. Yeah, it was Spain and Argentina that played, and Spain won. And I know that we lost in we I, we either lost to Spain to France or or Serbia. Well, France got the bronze medal, so they would have had to have lost in the semifinals. We lost to Serbia, so if we got seventh place, that means the loss to the last loss was the uh, I guess consolation or something mm. like that. Right. Like played Poland, bro. Poland? Poland? Like, did you like I don't know if you guys watched the uh cuz it was crazy cuz like when I was in the CBS oh, studios they basketball in Poland? Yeah, they do. I was in the CBS studios. They I, they had the game on on one of the TVs. I'm watching I'm like, "Yo, there's no way." I'm watching Spain and I'm like, "There's no way the Americans lost to these guys." Like they're not to say that they're not good, but like, "Yo, their style of basketball, the way they play, there's no reason why the guys on Team USA couldn't pull it out. But, I mean, you know. It makes sense when you don't put the best talent on the roster. Well, not that they didn't put the best talent on the roster, but the best talent didn't want to play. But even still, I mean, but then I, was, I, was, I was starting to think, though, right? Is, the, is this more telling of the rest of the world or is it more telling of the NBA talent? Is the, is, has the rest of the world caught up to the NBA or is the NBA talent at takeaway the top tier? Is it just not as good as we thought? I saw a tweet about this, and this is what um, I think about this is uh, 
there's a couple things. The tweet was more so centered around how in FIBA and outside of the U.S., it's less reliant on athleticism. And a lot of people are getting by, especially coming into the league, just solely on their athleticism. There's no three-second in Europe outside of the U.S., and you can literally knock balls off the rim. So your athleticism isn't really going to get you much if you don't have a game built around it. Like, if you can't pass, if you can't dribble, if you can't shoot, like, that's why Ben Simmons sucks in FIBA. Like, Mm. like, Mm. come on. What? Mm. Sucks? Sucks. Well, has he has he played? Right, I won't say sucks, but okay. if Ben Simmons plays I'm about to say, please, team. like you guys, right. you guys, story wrong on that. Yeah, he, he's Ben Simmons. He's still not a max player though. But um, I agree. I could agree with that. But like it, it's the reason why. Like if your game's just centered about athleticism and just basically, I'm just gonna get to the rim and then just hope everything works out. It's that much harder. Yeah. Like also the other thing is, those other like teams have probably been playing together their whole lives. So the chemistry they have is going to be different. Oh, yeah. And then you got the team, you know, say B team or C team at this point. Yeah, yeah it's C- a C team. C or C D. team because yeah. of all them damn Celtics that were trash. <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. But um, yeah, so it's like you got you got those players. And honestly, out of the players on that roster, who would probably the most skilled there? Kemba. Well, yeah, Kemba, Kemba definitely had proven himself to be the best player on that roster. And that's why mm-hmm. I say C-team because he would be the best person on the roster What he was third team this year. So, yeah, he's definitely not in that top five, top ten group of players. But if you go back to, like, the this past season, he's definitely within, like, the top 15, top 20, I guess, debatably. But yeah. even, even so. And he so, is very skilled, but, mm-hmm. you know, can only take you so far. Right. And I, he, I heard he, he didn't even have that good of a game, though, right, against France. Um, I believe so. I didn't see it, so I can't. Oh, uh, in flagrant, they were talking about it, and I think Donovan Mitchell was the only one who really balled out. Wait, who are we talking about? Sorry. Oh, uh, we were talking about Kemba, but I think uh, if in uh, in flagrant, they were talking about how uh, Donovan Mitchell was the only one who balled out. He had close to thirty, and the next person after him had like eleven. Joe Harris with a strong performance off the bench as usual. Oh God. Um, no, all right, but I will I will pose this question. Dropping forty off the bench. Whoa, whoa, relax. That's not his game. He plays within his game. That's why he does well. Well, he should have just been taking threes. Whoa, whoa. All right. Moving on, I will ask this question, though. Do you remember uh, last season when, like, people kind of got on Mark Cuban for saying, like, oh, you know, more players should go overseas because, like, it, AU is kind of, like, killing it. Like, they're not teaching fundamentals or anything. He's absolutely right. He, says he is. I, I, I didn't understand why people came out. Like, I understood, like, the way he kind of said it may have been a little bit harsh but the standpoint is true and we honestly what you were saying earlier john with the the fiba it literally shows because the best teams in fiba are the ones that work as a team they don't rely squarely on athleticism you can't just all right the the offense isn't working let me just dribble you know drive past them and dunk on them you can't do that you can't do that in fiba you know why i disagree with you jt and i don't i don't disagree about the aau point i'm talking about on a on the, the on the highest level of competition if you put lebron if you put anthony davis if you put russell westbrook on a court versus any of these teams it doesn't matter about chemistry at that point it doesn't matter oh it does matter to a degree but these are dudes that the rest of the world cannot keep you're oh, yeah but, but those are but, you no, no, you're right there Until, but those are outliers which one of those players are is their game is just them being athletic well all right. of those players are skilled as well yeah 
And that, but but still, I'm saying that. Well, Russ Russ is a very athletic. Well, I I could say that he was a very athletic player. He still is. Yeah, but he, is. he doesn't he doesn't rely on it as much as he used to. Exactly. But really, what really really what I'm trying trying to get at is that that's just the level of competition that is the NBA at the top. These dudes are probably the most most athletic dudes in the world. Why? Because we produce produce the the best talent, and that's like the number one sport in our countries. Back to your point, though, JT, I really think that the rest of the world hasn't necessarily caught up to us. But I think that chemistry aspect of it is the reason why that they're able to perform at the highest level, you know, and beat the C team of the NBA and, you know, perform against, you know, because Serbia team, Serbia team wasn't that bad that, that we that I know that we lost. That game I actually did get to watch a little bit of. And I mean, they have Jokic, they have Bogdanovich. Jokic is, was arguably an MVP candidate this year. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to the degree of Giannis or, or Harden, but no, he definitely was. He definitely was. Yeah, but he's the, he's a, he's a great player, and you put in ju- and just like so, what happened with with the Mavericks in, in twenty eleven. And I know John's about to go crazy. You put a, a centerpiece and you put decent talent around that centerpiece. You can win games. It's point is is point blank period. You know you don't need a super team to to win as we've seen. You know many many examples, but nine times out of ten, those super teams do win. Especially in a tournament where people don't care that much and aren't necessarily trying that much, even though now we know the next FIBA tournament, they're going to wild out because they have to. But like, I think that the rest of the world is catching up to an extent, but they're not there. They're they're definitely not there, but they they are catching up there. And I feel like you're also seeing just like the quality of the way that the top basketball players are, are being brought up. Like they are doing a good job. But um, yeah, no, because literally, like people were talking about, they're like, if the way if you can go and play in Spain and do well, you can you can like be successful in the NBA as well because of the not it's just the level but the way they play out there. And that's why the people who are super athletic, they don't really end up in Spain. They're the ones who end up in China. Like the players who like fizzle out from the NBA but aren't skilled, they're just athletic. Right. And yeah. like, you know, it, it really got exposed. But um yeah, I I do agree where it's like you're you're gonna against a C team, you don't need a super team. And then also it's like the C team was hella role players. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was one star. Yeah. So it's it's one star. I'll, I'll say two. I'll I'll put Donovan Mitchell as well. Cause he definitely has like he is the closest to realizing a star potential. Yeah. Um but yeah, like it's I don't think that the rest of the world is caught up. That would be wild to say, but no, they're doing a good job. And yeah, the AAU system is trash, and they people more more people like young kids should either just develop their game or just AAU coaches just start paying attention, because then maybe also you wouldn't see the, such a decline of college players, of all these people fizzling out of the NBA. Because like like we talked about before, when we were talking about one and done, like yeah, these kids just think they're the shit. And that's why a lot of them, when you're the man in high school, you go to college and you're full of a team where everyone was the man in high school. And then, you know, what, two of them make it and maybe have a decent career? Yeah. But, yeah, in conclusion, um, the Celtics are trash. <laughs> they're going to continue to be trash. And, uh, yeah, they're still going to be a higher seed than the Nets, though. Oh, yeah, JT, we didn't forget what you said. Yeah. That's fine. Media days on the twenty seventh. It's all good. <laughs> uh, you know, so it is what it is. You know, when the Celtics fizzle out, and we're gonna be like, oh wow, I guess Kyrie wasn't the problem. Maybe it was uh, everything else. 
I'm be I'm just be sitting back and be like a big glass of I told you so. <laughs> a big glass of I told you so. That's a new one. Mm, bold. That, that's a bold statement there. That uh, I'm just, just saying, like, because if really quick, you know, because I know we got to get to other stuff. But if let's say the Celtics get a six seed this year, right? What are the excuses going to be? Because the excuse last year was solely on Kyrie. As much as there was a lot of else wrong, wrong with the Celtics. The, the folks on Kyrie. So if the Celtics are a six or let's say a five seed, right? Mm-hmm. Where does the blame go? Cause it, cause Kyrie was the problem. So I'm just saying like, hypothetically speaking, I think that it goes on Brad, Brad yeah. Stevens system. Cause there's, he has no excuse now because he has all the pieces. That yeah, that's well. what I'm saying. But I still don't think that lets Kyrie off the hook. Cause I still don't think he can leave. I don't think it lets it. I don't think it lets the other people off the hook either. You're you're right, but he's basically back on. Uh, I don't want to say back on the Cavs before LeBron came, because this team is definitely better than that Cavs team. But you know, just scorers can't lead a team like that. They can't. Who said he's got to be the leader? Who's going to be the leader? Don't worry about it. We got a culture, man. I want to say Jared Dudley was our leader last year, and he only saw like seven minutes a game. But Jared Dudley (laughs) about that life. Who in our roster about that life? About what? Being a leader? Yeah, who? Who's going to lead DeAndre Jordan? Oh, leave, leave, the em- leave the emoji god out of this, all right? Come on. <laughs> the emoji god. Leave the emoji god out of this. All right. Is that going to be a leader? Captain America is going to be our leader. How about that? Bro. And, and Karis <laughs> I promise you, that and team Karis. is not going to look to the only white. Second, the, you have two white. Actually, you might have one white guy on your roster now. Um, uh, it, it is just strictly Joe Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I doubt they're all going to look at him and be like, yes, Joe, please guide us to the promised land. The Avengers looked up to a white guy. Why can't the Nets? They're, do, do you just compare the Avengers? The Avengers are almost all white. Some of them, some of them, they black, uh, right? Well, so, uh, some of them got, some of them got nigga passes. All right. Hulk, but you Hulk know, got a nigga pass. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe before he went soft, when he before, was, like, yeah, before he, he went soft. He dragging Loki. <laughs> yeah. Then he became Professor Hulk and he was like, nah. That, nah, he don't his, get that no more. His, his drip was immaculate, though. You but saw that you know, you, <laughs> you know, but you know who 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 is black? New Captain America, my son Falcon. That's where that's where too. His name is Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> and Clarence lives at home with both parents, <laughs> and Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> Anyhow, oh man, NBA coming soon. October will be a great month. I can't wait. It's my favorite oh, sports month of the, yeah. of the year. Um, but let's talk about uh NFL real quick. Wait, wait, wait. what? Yes. What? 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 Um, what I miss? Yankees coming back from injuries, man. Oh yeah, let's talk about yeah, baseball. Let's talk about, yeah, you can't listen. There's yeah. actually a little bit of baseball news because the Nets was out here scraping some. I mean, the Mets, the Mets was scraping some people up, man. Barely. <laughs> yeah. They was, then they, they faltered. Was, yeah, that's that's how it always happens. Yep. The, Met, the Mets win five games straight, and then they'll just lose, like, three of their next five. It's just yeah, it's they're, they're a blue and orange team. Yeah. Oh, oof. Yikes. That, that, one, that one hit home. Thankfully, and I'm not a Mets fan. And there's an, they're an Ets fan. Any team that ends in Ets is bound to disappoint you, honestly. Except if your team ends in X, because then it's just they were born. Honestly, it just sounds it just sounds like a sickness. X. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. But um yeah. Dylan Batanzas came back this week though. Pitched very well. Two strikeouts. Yep. I was uh, watching. I was t- I was tuned in. 
it was a surprise because in the game he was hitting like 95, 96. So that's a good sign. Yeah, they're hoping that his velocity gets back up. Past couple of seasons, he averaged about like 98, peaked out at 99. So mm-hmm. hopefully he can get he can get his full velocity back. I mean, you, you really think about it, right? If he can get back right by the by the time the postseason rolls around, and then the playoffs, a Yankee starter really only has to go what four innings, if that. You got Batances, Ottavino, Britton, um, Canley, Tommy Kelly. I'm gonna say we have five relievers that could that easily can just mow people down. So it'll, I it'll be. I, I wouldn't say easily, but I, I think that we definitely got the bullpen to contend with anybody though. Paxton's been been playing pretty well. Tanaka's yeah. been very. He's been and but I'm not really worried about him because in the postseason. He's he's who he's who he is. But Paxton, I think, coming alive is really don't forget about Hap. Um, he's actually been playing pretty well, which is uh difficult for me to say, and it's difficult for him all season. But he had a good run of scoreless innings. I could agree like a real pitcher again. Yeah, he, he's definitely found himself and not a, and definitely against decent lineups too, because he mm-hmm. did his thing against Boston. But that's what he's known for. He's known for being a Boston killer, and um, you know, he pitched. Decent the other night against uh who was it was it Toronto or was it was Detroit I don't know all I know is that playing Toronto in the future is gonna suck oh uh, you telling me bro that team like, that, that that offensively that team is already like pretty pretty good like yeah they're like us from a couple years ago yep from Judge's rookie year well they yeah they they have a very nice rotation of young dudes I'm gonna hate playing them in the future anyhow but um back to the Yankees though um. Severino starts tomorrow, and that's gonna be that's a that's, big day. The big day, yeah. That, that's what we all. That's really the moment we all been waiting for. Because now, if if Severino comes back and even looks somewhat like himself, that's great. What do you think they're gonna keep his pitch count to? Like what? 60, 40? I, I think I'm pretty sure Boone said between between like fifty or 40. Yeah, I would say he probably won't go more than three innings if that. Yeah, yeah. some Chad Green shit. Yep. Like unless he's like absolutely just like like seven like, strikeouts oh. through yeah. you know, through three and a third. But yeah, and Stanton's coming back maybe tomorrow as well. This week for sure though, it seems like Giancarlo. Which uh, my man. I'm still like I don't honestly I don't want them to trade him next year. Unless we get some wild ass deal. Unless we get like the Grom or some shit, which that's all, the one trade piece I'm gonna say every time because I wanna free him. Um I do think that he should, because if he didn't get hurt this year, I really think he would have had a really good year. He had a mm-hmm. year to get his feet under him. He like he he you saw some of it last year, and that was him being uncomfortable. So now like him being comfortable in New York, like. But yeah, I think it's gonna be another season for real. Before like I could really, I could really say that. I mean, last year he did play well, even though Yankees fans for some reason don't like him. But you know, I, I guess because of postseason. And if he ends up being healthy and plays in the postseason, if he's healthy, he's going to be on the postseason yeah. roster. But if he if, if if he plays well in the postseason this year, then I think Yankee fans will be will be happy with him again. So. Yeah. And I hope I hope they the fucking training staff actually does a good job because I still think it's a lot on them. It's too many strains and shit. Way yep. too many strains. It's got to be the training staff. I've been saying this since April. Yeah, so- me and you have had this conversation so many times disappointing to see especially when it's at professional levels like come on well yeah and you know it's gonna be a very interesting week just to see how things play out with uh severino and stan if when he comes back and um 
you know, this is about as exciting it'll be until October. And once October comes, then we really going to be active because if we all three of us Yankee fans, I swear, if we, if, if something go wrong, we just going to be on here just blasting it and just <laughs> I can only imagine. But yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of going wrong, that is a great segue into the meat of this episode, which is NFL week two. Again, not a whole lot going on outside the NFL. Might as well keep talking about it. Plus, we got to keep track of all our teams and stuff. But yeah, yeah. going wrong had to be the theme this weekend. Because uh, that happened, fucked up a lot of money. Fucked up a lot of our picks as well. Because uh, you got you got the injuries. Like, all that shit, man. Like, that's uh, huge. So, that's the first thing I really want to talk about. Because outside of Nick Foles getting hurt in week one, you got Big Ben getting hurt. In his elbow, done for the season. Drew Brees tears a ligament in his thumb, got to get surgery, out for six weeks. It's just even it's, uh, Sam Darnold oh. getting <laughs> mono. <laughs> and honestly, the crazy the thing about the mono, which makes it worse, is that even when his symptoms subside, he's not going to be able to play for at least four weeks in total. Yeah. And then again, that's at least. Because if you guys don't know, the thing about mono, if you're playing contact sports, is um, your spleen basically gets like enlarged and kind of swollen. If you're playing contact sports, it becomes very easy to rupture and you can die. So it's Ooh. you don't really know. It, ideally, it's like, yeah, around a month, you're supposed to be back to normal. But you don't really know how long it's going to take for that to go down. And this is, you know, it's the NFL. This is one thing you're not going to try and play with because that's someone's life for real, for real. But the real question is, Who's gonna sign Kaepernick? It better be. I, I would love it to be us. I mean, there's no like, be. and I know it can't be because of. I mean, the the Jets owner is is the ambassador to Britain for the United States. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it makes really? no sense. Yeah, Woody Johnson's like apparently him and Donald Trump are like really tight, and oh. Donald made him like the ambassador oh. to British like affairs or something like that. So his brother has been oh, his man. brother's been running the Jets. Racist owner can't relate. Well, that's the thing. My owner just hates AAU so much that he just won't um <laughs> he just won't sign any any people from America. Like he uh what do you call it? His brother, Chris Johnson, runs the has been running it since like Trump got elected. Like he's really been running the team. And I actually like Chris Johnson way more than Woody Johnson, but I mean and it it's the most obvious thing because it seems like Trevor Simeon's gonna be out for a while. Uh, He's trash anyway. I'd rather have the the third. I mean, the third string dude actually played pretty well. I like Luke. I watched him all through preseason. I'm a big Luke Folk supporter, but I mean, you gotta have somebody else on that roster. The backup quarter, like they uh, they interviewed Gase at halftime. Lisa Salter, she's he was like, oh, who's the backup quarterback or the emergency quarterback? It's Le'Veon Bell. Like they need another <laughs> guy in there. Um, I just don't understand why you couldn't take a flyer on him. Like Darnold's not going to be back to like week eight right hopefully and the thing the thing is with the jets the jets have this this, this is the shit that's frustrating about nobody wanted to to sign Kaepernick. and for all i know this it's it's monday right night right now we might get breaking news this week and cap gets signed but the, the the jets they have a decent roster like outside of you outside the of the, the yeah right outside outside of the how right, decent we talking you, like I'm saying, I'm saying, eight and eight, nine and seven, decent. Like we were talking in the beginning of the season. Like if you were drunk, you'd smash. 
Oh, nah, not that. Oh, nah. No, but no, but to John's, you know, crazy example. No, he's right. (laughs) Because if you look at the Jets as a whole, like sober, they're only as good as what their starters are because they have absolutely zero depth on the roster. That's why I said, like, you know, a few weeks ago, they're a playoff team if everybody could magically stay healthy for all 16 weeks of the season. So 17 weeks of the season. We're already down to CJ. We're we're down CJ. We're down Quinnen. We're down Darnold. We're down Quincy Nunwa. Now we're down Trevor Simeon. Demaryius Thomas went down with a calf injury this game. I mean, the Jets are running on fumes right now. We signed a kicker off the street. He was working at some, like, startup in Boston, like, two weeks ago. I'll say this. If the if the offense outside of Le'Veon Bell wasn't so anemic tonight, I feel like the defense could have could have could have played better, but they were on defense for for majority of the game. They yeah. they couldn't they couldn't they didn't convert a third down until the end the basically the end end of the second quarter. And even outside even outside of that, y'all are down to y'all third string court third string quarterback. Why why not? Why can't a team take a chance with a with oh, a no, roster again. that got from a football perspective, yeah. there are so many teams that would need a Kaepernick. And if it was just about football, he would be signed. Yep. Well, yeah. It could never happen on the Jets, even though the locker room would accept it. Right. That's what sucks. Because right. it's like you said about the ownership, but also you got a lot of the, the racist Yankee fans who are also Jet fans. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Well, I think, I think yeah. there's more giant y- Yankee fans. It's I think it's, it's more Mets. All, it's all it's but but I understand I understand what you're talking about. I mean, but that's 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 the problem with this is the and uh, they want to make the excuse of oh it would cause unrift in the locker room. No, it wouldn't. It would cause unrift with the fans. But uh, it's crazy because they're only talking about maybe like 25, 30% of the fan base. I'm sure if the Jets signed him today, right, or tomorrow, you'd have like your outliers of you know your your MAGA, you know, fan base be upset. But I'm pretty sure the majority would be like, this is a smart football move because I'd oh, rather have yeah. Colin Kaepernick than Luke Folk. No disrespect to Luke Folk, but he's in a he's in his second year in the league. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with with the third string dude, JT, we don't even know if he's a serviceable quarterback or not. To this point, and obviously I get it, it's more than just football. And I know that with you sign Colin, it's or it's attention that you don't necessarily want. But at the same time, it's like what it's New York. Yeah, it, it's 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 New York, it's New York, but I think that this this Jets team they can they supposed to win win some of these games like this game tonight if Donald was playing this would have been this would have been a better game if and last 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 JC said they had eleven and five potential yikes I'm just saying Re- the Steelers could use Kaepernick right now right. <laughs> even the, the the Jaguars could use Kaepernick right now and I know this is really just a shot in the dark but I'm just I I just always like to bring this conversation up. Just when, just just when it's like, damn, Kaepernick, who's I think he's thirty one now, can still play at le- at least to a serviceable point, and we saw that in his last year in San Francisco. But it is what it is. Um, shit, he could probably start in the Giants right now. Do it, but, anyhow, <laughs> but but anyways, let me just quickly get into the Giants. Wait, wait, real quick, yeah. real quick yeah. before you get into Giants. I, what I will say though about the. No, no, it's not, it has nothing to do with the Giants. Yeah. It's uh, the Steelers, right? The only reason why I would say I wouldn't sign Cap if I was the Steelers is you because they did draft Mason Rudolph to be the heir apparent to uh, Ben, ben Roethlisberger. 
Um, exactly. And, it, and it's kind of ironic how Ben in his like statement today was like, yeah, I'll be a mentor to him when literally a year before he was like, I don't even know why they yeah. drafted him. I'm not going to talk Energy to this dude. Really so, him bad advice. Yeah. So I think that, and especially with Roethlisberger getting up there in age, they might, I mean, I know they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, but I think that if you read the tea leaves, they should really kind of just punt on this season, get the experience for Mason Rudolph, and just try and rebuild. I mean, their team is really young as it See, is. They got James Conner, who's young. This would have all made young. sense if they didn't trade. They didn't sign the well, if they didn't sign the section one, but they also traded their 2020 pick for Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's right. So, so it's like you're going to take the season all for what? To not have a first-round draft pick. For all of that, they might as well have just traded for Jalen Ramsey, who and the Jaguars were asking for a first-round pick. Talking about some Minka Fitzpatrick. He's good, don't get me wrong, but – it just doesn't make sense to just punt on the season. They must think that they they must think that they're better than than what they are. And I feel like if Ben was there, I know they do. If, if Ben if Ben was there, yeah, I think he yeah, put him in the position. Steelers, they always do. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season, so he's always going to think he can. And they're they're really not set up to, especially not now. So again, shout out to Jesse because my man said he had Juju on his fantasy team. It's slow. It's real slow. I advanced McDonald. I just traded him today. Yeah. That might getting all this. That might that might be it. Who's the dumbass who picked him up? Well, no, it was part of a package because Okay. Yeah, it was part of a package. He needs tight end help and I needed uh wide receiver. Well, you know, for a a young quarterback, tight end's gonna be his best friend. So well that's 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 why, you know, and I already have Kelsey, so I don't really Yeah. But um no, I mean with the Steelers, I don't know how I feel about the Steelers. (laughs) <laughs> but um like again like i like juju always have but it's like it's it's like a real slow and ben's just gonna keep trying to fight it like like we had this conversation before like ben's good i don't think the steelers he's gonna are, go out sad isn't he probably yeah i don't think the steelers uh, he's not gonna like even joe flacco was like oh man i got hurt you know what lamar's doing well i'll, I'll coach him for the sideline or whatever mm-hmm. ben's the type to sit down with his beer on the sideline and be like <laughs> Huh, kids fucking it up. <laughs> when your quarterback has a dad bod, can't relate. Here you go. I feel like that's a lot of quarterbacks, though. Yeah, like, it, definitely, it definitely. Brady, it, Brady got a dad it's bod. Mad quarterback to have. Hold that on, TB12. Show with that. Show TB12 system, but also can't <laughs> relate. Come on now. Come on can't now. Can't relate. Yeah. All right. Look, anyhow. <laughs> You'd be really, you'd be really upset if I just said, "Oh, it was just the Cardinals." But uh, you know what? I wanted to save the best for last, John. But since you were talking about, you know, Lamar Jackson, you can, you no, 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 we're good. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. Well, let's 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 talk. Let's talk. About, I insist. I'm I'm like I'm okay, I'm, toss, I'm tossing the baton to you. I you know what? I'm a catch. <laughs> good. No pause. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. We can't talk about Ravens. Um, Lamar haters, he's the real deal. Um, for people, I will say this though. Again, the Cardinals—they're playing better than people thought they will. Thought they did, and I still think they're going to keep getting better because now they actually have some hope. Like you know, there's you're seeing, you know, you're, you're seeing the building blocks there. But remember, they tied that Lions team, and even though the Lions aren't that good. And you're like for people who really know football, and they can be like, "All right, it's the Lions." But if you you sat here and it was the Ravens playing against the Lions today, no one would have went, "Oh, it's just the Lions." Mm. I think well, because they don't have that reputation. Well, I think the Lions are, are, are going to be decent this year. 
Again, and, and this is a team that played like shit for three quarters mm-hmm. and then ended up tying them. Yeah. Almost beating them. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I think a lot of people take it taking credit away from Arizona, saying that they're um that they're not a good team. But I I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're definitely they're definitely better than the Dolphins. That's much more, more of a test than um than playing against Miami. Yeah, that's not saying a whole yeah. lot, but yeah, I agree. They're, yeah. they're better than people. Give but them. but Lamar, for you know the thing about Lamar Jackson that a lot of people aren't really talking about. He just looks so poised out there. Like he looks like mm-hmm. he looks like a quarterback. He's not really retreating. He's running, but yeah, he's running on design runs and to keep plays alive. He's throwing. Mm-hmm. He's throwing the ball down the field. Anybody that's watching these games can literally see that. Mm-hmm. He looks like it looks like two com- different people from last year, to right? This year. And I think it's just it just takes time. It took development, and he's in the type of offense where it's very balanced because Mark Ingram be do, be doing his thing on the ground. Yeah, right. The, he he embodies the Ravens so mm-hmm. well, and to have a player like that on the offense side of the ball yeah. is like most wild. definitely, like the. Yards after contact with him, yeah. The Ravens, the Ravens looking looking real real good. I think early early as an early pick to win a division, John. I think that was a I think that was a very very good pick in hindsight. Um, I, I still picked the Browns. Yeah. I said the Ravens had. Oh, a you good said? Chance. Oh no, 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 you said the Browns. You I did. The I picked the, the Browns. Ravens, I, the wild card team, right? Yeah. I said they still had a good chance because the AFC North, anything can yeah. happen. Like they, I I picked Browns one, Ravens yeah. two. Well, oh yes, yes, um, yes, yes, you did. Right now, it's looking like the Ravens, which makes me happy. That's one thing I'd be glad to be wrong yeah. about. But yeah, no, like it, it looks really good, and he's not like literally the way the offense looked on Sunday. Is something that puts the league on notice for real. Yeah, because and like and like you said, like those to keep plays alive and shit on those runs. Like you know what I mean? You're in a little box. He's gonna throw it over you. No matter what you do, he's he has a potential to get around it, which is scary. It's literally like the the first thing I saw after the game was I think Complex Sports tweeted it and it was just like they did a Lamar and then Madden cover Vic and then they just had the the Spider Man meme. Yeah, like it's it with the consistency <sighs> and just no, obviously it's not the same, but potential wise, like he's I'm saying he's in Louisville, like he had the potential to be like Michael Vic level. All right, you're seeing those building blocks yep. here. So question. Who has the better chance of becoming, I guess, that 04 Mike Vick? Is it Pat Mahomes or is it Lamar Jackson? See, but if you want to talk about Michael Vick comparisons, you have to say Lamar because Lamar actually run, he he runs the ball. Mahomes, yeah. even like for for Mahomes arm is yeah, like like I've never seen anybody throw the ball like Pat with deep ball accuracy and like actually being able yeah. to throw it downfield. And the thing with Mahomes is that he. He can run, but he just doesn't because he doesn't need to. It's not like a one A one B. It's literally like, all right, if y'all are making me run, I'll run. Like, don't don't think I can't. Yep. But with Lamar, it's like it's always a threat. You know what I mean? Like, it's more ingrained into the offense where Mahomes is literally like, okay, only if because even if it like Lamar will be like, all right, I have a better running lane or a tight pass. Mahomes will be like, I'll make the tight pass because I can't. Yep. And when you just got it like that, you just got it like that. And I cannot wait for this. That's a bad game. I can't wait for this game this week. I hope they put it on Sunday Night Football because, oh, man, the, that, the Ravens versus Chiefs, that that actually might be a shootout. It, yeah, it's it's going to be good. And you got to remember, there's no – um. I don't know if uh, Terry Kill is going to be back. Yeah, 
No, no, no. Tyreek, I don't I don't think he's gonna be back. Not yet. They say he's gonna be out a few weeks, but Oh, it's a one o'clock game. Oh, it's one o'clock. Oh, oh damn. That's that's it. I, I wish that could yeah, be flexed. It's, it's too early. Four twenty five or it's something. It's too like early that. in the season, I think, to flex it. Damn. But yeah, that would be yeah, that that's but that's the case with the, the Chiefs and Patriots, because Chiefs Patriots playing like two weeks yeah. or something like that. They put all the, the good teams like uh, actually, no. Patriots and Chiefs play like in like November, I think, because the Patriots don't play a, a actual good team until the end of November yeah. when they play the Ravens. Can't relate. Ravens schedule is about to be wild. Yeah, not. You should see the Jets schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know the Jets. There's, you know, it's, it's just let's hope things go well. The Ravens are playing for something. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said what I said. Now I really hope. I, I if we go only <laughs> fifteen. Now I hope we go 0-15 just for us to beat you guys in like week 16. Yo, I was thinking about this today, actually, yeah. watching that, that game. Who's going to be the first team, the first New York team to win at home? Wow. Because um, um, be the, the Jets are on, like, what, the longest home losing streak? It's like right seven. Yeah, yeah, it's seven. Oof. So who's going to be the first team to, to win a game at home? It'll be the Giants. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> Well, because the Jets are the Jets are away for the next two weeks. I'm not counting the bye. They play the Patriots and Foxborough, then they go down to Philadelphia. Then they're home against the uh, Cowboys, and then they go the on the Giants, road to not- Jacksonville. I, I'll I'll give the nod to the Giants only because I think what the Giants have just more chances at home than the Jets in the next <laughs> upcoming week. So purely statistics. I'm just saying, I, I don't I don't know. Our next home game is is in two weeks, and we play the Redskins. I'm not even confident about that, but. Since we're talking about the Giants, all right. Actually, no. Before I get into it, John, are you, you finished talking about Lamar? Because I, I want to make sure you get all of it, all of all of it out. All yeah. Out. Um. Yeah. Oh no. Wait. What? Oh, come on, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just saying because the way the the recording started tonight, Yo. I'm just you can never be too cool. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think I think I'm good on Lamar. Um, defense looked good, even with all the injuries. I uh, just got to tighten it up a little bit. There's like a couple blown coverages, but you know it is what it is. We got to keep plug and play, and that's why I wished that maybe we could have traded for another DB because the Steelers don't need that because their season's gonna go down the drain. Hey man, yeah, um, my trade for Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I don't know. Hey, hey man, I don't know. It's very. It, I guess. I guess we'll I see. Don't know. The Ravens aren't really like a trade team yeah, like that. No, they like to just build from the ground that's up. That's a fact. That's a fact. And trading for him would eventually require y'all to to to, to pay him if mm-hmm. yeah, if, yeah. if if and only if. But yeah, we were more likely to just draft a corner and be like, "All right, you'll end up." Yep. I hear that. But um, yeah. Huh. yeah. All right, all right. I think I'm content on my Ravens costume. That's good, that's good John. Because we have other stuff to talk about. It's like I'll be stop. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh them giants, man. Oof. Saquon. Oh yeah. You know Saquon <laughs> just doing Saquon stuff. Like it, it's very it's very refreshing seeing him do his thing all the time. But I just don't want to waste him, like wait waste his very young years because like these next, yeah, yeah, yeah. These next couple of years are gonna be like the, the best years of his career. Maybe I don't know. He might last as long as AP did because AP still, you know, scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns. Running back, but um, hard, my unpopular opinion, and you know, some Giants fan may agree with me, may disagree with me. I think this team is worse than we thought. So 
No, 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 no. Like, for, no, but I, I really wish I was joking. Like this, like this defense can't stop anybody. We had Josh Allen looking, looking like the second coming of Ben Roethlisberger, um, and we just, we, we literally could, couldn't do anything. We had rookie, rookie running backs running, all, running all over, over us. Frank Gore, old ass. Like it, it, it was, it's like we couldn't do anything. Um, so with that said, I think we just need to start the kid. Because we're bad, like we, like is no is at this point there's there's no hiding it. We're a bad team, and Eli's not making it any better. Like I understand that the the defense has to make stops. And I've been saying that for th- for this week and for last week. But Daniel Jones, he's the future of the franchise. That this is who we drafted. This is who is going to be the he. This is who is going to be the future. Mm-hmm. So I don't see any harm and not start and not starting him at this point. I feel like he has to Pat Shermer even was interviewed today. And when he was asked if Eli was going to start this upcoming week, he was like, well, you know, we evaluate who starts on a week by week basis. Like, so they are at least the, the, the thought is at least in their heads that he's, mm. that they're going to start the kid. I, I hope they do not because I think we're going to win games, but just because what, what is, what is he, what do we have to lose? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We I, we don't have anything to lose except games, but we're probably going to lose those anyway. That's what I'm, yeah, for real though, like that's yeah. no, <laughs> no. But it was just the it was just the phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Um, my only thing is, I feel like as an, from an organizational standpoint and from like a coaching standpoint, you can't unless you're the Dolphins, I guess. Yeah. You can't just be like, yeah, we're giving up after two weeks, right? Yeah. I feel like generally you got to be like, all right, at least like four maybe or some shit. Well, that's I the thing. I agree with you. Uh, I will say, I I don't think they'll do it now. I say they wait until maybe like week six. And here's why. I say you just wait until, because Eli's kind of thrown to nobody. He's got no weapons aside from Saquon, right? Because Golden Tate's still suspended for two more weeks. Sterling Shepard was out, I believe, this game with the concussion. Yeah. Um, he's got no wide receivers to really throw Definitely to. He has no receivers. Absolutely. I completely agree with you on that. So I'll just give him that only based on the square point on, on the standpoint of, all right, let's just see when he has his weapons, let's see how he looks for like a week or two. And if he's still playing or if he's playing bad, cause I thought he actually played pretty well last week against the Cowboys. Yep. If he's playing bad, all right, bring in the, bring, bring in the rookie, but you know, but you gotta, you gotta give him a chance. Like he's really playing with, you know, yeah, for you his know, not, not a cards. Give him a shot. I get it. Yeah, Eli gotta be put in a position to win. But even Eli, okay. So now here, here's my thing. If Eli was the type of quarterback that can still make that can make plays, keep plays alive, and you know the, he's doing everything he can out there. And I know, I know he is. Like, I like. Don't get me wrong. I love Eli as much as the next Giants fan, but. I've been saying for 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 a while now that Eli that Eli needs to go. We just need to stop. Like we just need to let go of it. We just need to as a, as a fan base. We just need to as people who objectively watch football. There's that we we've seen so many times what bringing in a new quarterback, you know, can just do for the locker room. Can just do for the media. Can just do for you know for the, for the team. Like sometimes you just. We just need to accept the fact that Elon Manning is not going to be the quarterback. We're probably still going to lose games. Now, I'm acknowledging that. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to make us win games right now, but he's the future. So why hold that back? Let's just 
move, we just gonna have to move on with it. We moved on with it when Kurt Warner was our starting quarterback, and then Eli start, started games. You know, I I can't I can't emphasize this enough. It's di- it's different. No, though. it's not different. It's not. It's it's it's, it's 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 not. It why is it different? It's only different from the standpoint of the Maras absolutely love Eli, and ever since he got benched two years ago. They will do anything to appease him. That's the only and difference. That's, okay, it's, it's not a football yeah. reason. It's a okay. personal. All right, reason. yeah. From a from a personal, just like CC Sabathia is still getting a starting. Yep, it's a respect thing, and that's a, that's a, that's a problem with New York sports fans is that we live in nostalgia so much of of the past because the teams are all bad. Well, not all bad. It's really just the Knicks and the Mets. But anyways, it's just, it's, it's like for the good New York sports teams, for Yankees fans, for for Giants, um it's is that is that fact of nostalgia. We're always looking back about what was and not what 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 is. We have to think think sensibly. Like Eli is not he he's just not he's not great anymore. He is he serviceable? Absolutely. He's a serviceable quarterback. But what is a service serviceable quarterback gonna do for us when a young team for for w- w- yeah right like what is like what is Eli doing f- for us right now that is that that's what? make that is making the team better for me lately and that's what it is it's it's not even just it's not even just a, a lately thing I'm thinking I'm not thinking about right now because we're gonna be bad this year and shit we might be bad next year too but I'm mm-hmm. thinking years down the line if David Gettleman thinks or thought that Daniel Jones is as good as we, he made it out to be, then we need then we need to get him experience ASAP so that in years to come, he's able to make plays and carry carry this team to places that it hasn't been in a while. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I do agree with you. I just feel like they gotta I feel like it still might be too early just from like a you know, we still gotta try standpoint. Um on throwing like just conceding the season i feel like they might unless it's like someone gets hurt again you know what i mean like i i feel like it's just too early for them to do that just from uh just purely on how it's gonna look i don't think it it would be the wrong decision to do but i just feel like they have to at least be like hey you know we're still trying to win games um and again that'll be like what what i see happening is eli getting benched i see it like they're, they're doing really bad like or get it, or they start getting blown out early, and they just take him out. You know what I mean. And then from then on, then he starts getting the starts and shit if he plays well. Um, hey, who knows? Maybe before before just him, who knows? Yeah. Maybe uh, Eli finally makes his way to the Jaguars this season. Oh, no. I don't yeah. see that happening. But anyhow, let me JT. Let me ask you. So you said start start Daniel Jones week six, or give it to at least that time period, right? Yeah, you got to give Eli. Uh, at least till he has his full cast of receivers, because it's it's only fair to him. Because you really can't judge him off of this. But I mean, once week six, seven rolls around, and you're still seeing the same incompetence and lackluster and anemicness of uh, the offense, then you give it to Daniel Jones. So now, hear me out. So these next four weeks. So next week will be week three. Week three, we're at the Buccaneers. Week four, we're home against the Redskins. Week five, Vikings. Week six, Patriots. Mm-hmm. How do I put this eloquently? Where? How do I how do I put this eloquently? If not now, then when? <laughs> because I, I no, no, it. no, it don't it don't it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Because we if we're gonna lose these games anyway, like like I'm te- like I'm telling you, all right, we may beat the Buccaneers. Probably we we might we might not. The Redskins, okay, 
whatever. But Golden Tate don't come back until week five at the Vikings. And if you really want to wait till then, all right, whatever. But that's probably a game we're going to lose regardless. Sterling Shepard, he's out. He's in concussion pro- protocol right now. So we don't know when he's coming back. And I'm saying with all of this uncertainty, why not just throw the kid out there? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Cause our schedule well, you'd still be throwing him out there with with nothing, though. You'd be setting him up for failure. But like I know he's not, he's a rookie, he's gonna make his mistakes. He's gonna be playing with the same deck of cards that Eli has, zero receivers. So zero receivers to a rookie quarterback, that's that's awful. Like you're not gonna at, at that point, it's not you're not even gonna get a fair assessment of him because he's gonna be playing with a bunch of second, third, and fourth string guys, some guys that wouldn't even make some teams practice rosters. What you got to understand, JT, is that like this one, this is the whole premise of me saying that we should just start the kid is that we're going to be bad regardless. He's not the first thing I said, Daniel Jones is not making us win more games right now, but he needs the experience. He needs, he needs the experience point, point blank period. It's that Eli, after this year, he's not going to be the starting quarterback. Like after after this year, every everybody that's a Giants fan, even Eli knows it. Everybody everybody talks about it. Daniel Jones will be starting at some point this season, but it's really a matter of when we when 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 we are going to give it up. But I just see it. I just know that based on how the team is playing, the attitude of the team, this is just not it. The kid has to play. I'm not saying that it, it's it's Eli's fault, but. Now he has a decent offensive line. I'm not saying that this is that they're a great offensive line, but this is definitely one of the better offensive lines that he's had in the past three years. And I'm just saying he, when given time, all right, he's made some decent throws downfield, but he's not. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. He's just not. It's just not the it factor right now. I'm not saying Jones is good, the it factor, but we're we're not good. We're not good. So why not just give the kid the experience? You know. We're in the we're in the we're in the easy easy part of our schedule. We're in the easy part of our schedule right now, and we lost two games. Then we play the the Buccaneers and the Redskins, and you know we might lose those next two games. They would say we go on four. It's like at that point you you're gonna have to put the the, the kid in because after that it doesn't get any easier. And Eli's only gonna be playing against harder teams. You got the Vikings, the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Lions, the Cowboys, then the Jets right after that. You know, four of those teams will probably be really good by that time. You said Cardinals, Lions, and then the the Jets in a four week. Vikings, season. Cardinals, Lions, Cowboys, Jets, and then after that, it doesn't get any easier because then they play the Bears, the Packers. It's a lost cause either way. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna be in by by the logic I said. He'd be in for those games down the stretch. He'd still be playing. I think it's just my 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 focus is not. I mean, I'm I'm pro Daniel Jones too. I don't I don't know why the Giants brought Eli back this year anyway. But my thing is just only I guess to appease the the uh, the Eli cultists and the the Eli purists. And like, all right, see, like he's this, see this. We tried to tell y'all. We gave him a chance. That's why I need to get over. That's why stuff. I said give him a chance with the with, with the with the main cast and then once he fails you'd be like see told you should have had daniel jones in then you can go week eight have eight weeks of uh eight or nine weeks of daniel jones because that's what the giants did with kurt warner the giant weren't the giants like five and four when they made the switch to eli like they were in playoff contention yeah they were in playoff contention i believe but even so um the problem the problem that i have with this whole thing is that a lot of people are saying wait till week 10 wait till week whatever See, then it's yeah, too bro, late. Week 10 is way, too late. It's, it's way too late, especially by that point. We're we're going to be playing uh, like teams that are fighting for playoff contention that are good teams. You're going to put you you telling me you're going to have Daniel Jones first game against against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. 
against the the Chicago Bears defense against the New England. I mean, he's got he's got to do well, it I mean, though. Yeah, he's got, he's, he's gonna have but to do I'm it. saying because I'm mean, gonna have to give him a little bit of like. He, he, that's why I'm saying start him now. That's why I'm saying start him now because the Buccaneers they're a decent. They're they're oh they're one on one right now. I can't say they're a decent team yet, but okay, they're like that. That would be a better first game to start than to throw him in against the Patriots and Foxborough. To me, that just makes more sense. I mean, but but what's the difference between throwing him in in a random week and him starting the season off as the starter? He's still going to be face these teams for the first time. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it's the. I mean, it's levels to it though. It's definitely levels to it. Like we're probably now. Granted, like I've emphasized, we're probably going to lose anyway. <laughs> just just let just let the record show that we're probably going to lose these games anyway. But I'm just saying. All right, JT, say that you are. A, co- a rookie quarterback in the league. How would you feel about your first game being against the let's say, let's say for the purpose of the conversation, the Redskins at home, like uh, like as in the Giants being home, or mm-hmm. the or playing against the Patriots in Foxborough Sunday Night Football? I mean, it's no different than if you no, were it's different. Come you on, know, a Jets rookie on, because the Jets because whoa, 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 first of all, because I will say this right yeah. because the when the Jets had Geno Smith. Right, he was their rookie starter. They played the Patriots week two, I believe. So it's just it's no different. You're gonna have to be thrown into the fire regardless, whether it's at the beginning of the season. Did Did, did Geno Smith start game one though? He did. So then there you go. And who who they play against? What, but what if he would have started? If he would have started against the Patriots, which happens sometimes, just start the season. With the Patriots, there would be no excuses. You got to go in there and do your well, job. Yes, you have to go in there and do your job. But I'm just saying from a from a head coaching standpoint. From for your first start, for whoever whoever it is, you're gonna try and set the person up for success. And in that in that point, um, the methodology on quarterbacks then, even though that wasn't a very long time ago, is different than how it is now. Now teams are more inclined to waiting to play their rookie quarterbacks unless they're in this situation where they absolutely have to. Think about with with Baker. Think about now with Daniel Jones. Think about with Lamar Jackson. Think about with uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know. In that time, in that time period, they were just throwing throwing rookie quarterback, quarterbacks out there. They did it with Sanchez. They did it with Geno Smith. You know, they did it with Matt Stafford. So, all I'm saying is just put the kid in the position to succeed, even though he's probably gonna fail. But let's put him in the best, the 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 least likely situation to fail. That's why I said bring him in in like week six when you have when we play back. against New England. All right, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> no, in bro on Sunday Night Football. Yo, I can't die. Hey, man, that's where that's where that's where you test your metal, baby. <sighs> test your metal, Lord Jesus, <laughs> Justin. All right, let's go to these picks. Can we get a quick uh, scoreboard check though of uh, the? All picks? right, so from based off this past week, Justin, uh, you won again. We were twelve and four, uh, followed by John, who was eleven and five. Um. Yeah, and then it was me that was 10 and 6. So the total scoreboard, JT 24 and 8 overall, John 23 and 9, and I'm 21 and 11. It feels good to be king. Oh, whatever, Justin. <laughs> the first time JT's higher than us. Yeah, basically. Hey, I, my my finishing and transition persona, I want to hear it. That was a short joke. Hey, well, I'm a short guy. <laughs> all right so let's get into these picks for uh week three um all right so we have the titans at the jaguars 
yeah, give me the Titans. I mean, there's just so much unrest with the uh, the Jaguars right now. I mean, the Sass God himself, Jalen Ramsey, wants out. I mean, I love uh, uh, the the backup, you know, Minshew, but um, on Gardner, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I'll take the Titans. My Titan. son is is young, big dick Nick. That's that's Uncle Rico right there. Uncle oh, <laughs> Rico, yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, the Titans really did lose a close one to to the Colts the other day. But they probably would have lost if Vinatieri actually could hit a field goal. Isn't that crazy? By the oh, way, he really might retire. Isn't that crazy? He really can't. Yo, the the sharpest drop off. In yeah, history. that's I don't know. My son's got his power. His talent. Father, father time is uh, is unmatched. That's a fact. The monster really really came through. But um, yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with uh, I'm gonna roll with Tennessee on this one. Who who is Marco, Marcus Mariota throwing the ball to? Uh, Delaney Walker. <laughs> All right, well, um, I, I still think I'm going to go with the Jags because I think, even though it is unrest, I think this is one of those times where the team just goes, we don't need him. They, they got to just show it one time for the one time. And I don't think uh, Mario just proven himself enough still just because, you know, the injuries and all this shit, which sucked, by the way, when, when he was playing his injury last year. Like, that's really scary to have a nerve issue. And they're just like, yeah, I don't – it just – you know, it was something that was a, a risk. Like it can happen at any point, and then it just happened to happen to you. But um, yeah, I think that the the Jaguars take this as we're like, all right, he doesn't want to be a part of us. Like we we're in this together, and they rise up, and then they get that one. Most definitely. All right, cool. So we got uh, Dolphins and Cowboys. Ha ha ha! I'm gonna just go uh, Dallas for everybody on this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was gonna be so funny when when the Dolphins win the game if they actually do. <laughs> and we just like, wow, that was such a bad pick. Anyways, uh, Bengals at Bills. Give me Bills. Bills Mafia, baby. Bills Mafia. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, time out. Ain't you a ain't you a Jets fan? Fact. It's it it's basketball season, and as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some, that's some shit, dog. I'm so I'm. So, I'm so done right now, man. John, you got? Um, I got Bills. I think they're rolling right now, and I don't. I just don't think the Bengals are good. Bills are. Bills actually have their first home game, and they're going into that two and zero. So I'm gonna go with. They run Buffalo. New York. Oh, they're going to bro. Yeah. Yep. They're home too. Yep. That's their first home game. They played two straight games. Oh, oh at, at, at MetLife, which is so crazy. Bills and Mafia taking yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Then you got Lions at Eagles. Oh. This gonna be this gonna be a tough game. The the Eagles are home though. The Eagles are home. I I, I say they take it home. Oh yeah, fly Eagles fly. Y'all both picked the Eagles last week, and y'all both lost. Um, but I'm gonna go with Detroit. If Deshaun Jackson didn't get hurt, and now Sean Jeffrey didn't get hurt, and now San Aguilar could actually catch a pass, my pick wouldn't have been wrong, and we would have won. Again, injuries were the theme of the fucking. Yeah, league. they might. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. But yeah. Um. Anyhow, so Jets at Patriots. Patriots. Let's keep yeah, it going. Not even. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be a bloodbath. Oh my god. <laughs> it was. A, it was a bloodbath last not year. If y'all sign and, Cap. And, like, yeah, imagine y'all sign Kaepernick this week and in a in a, in a Jets win. Oh man, I'll be. Oh. I, I might become a Jets fan off the strength. I guarantee you, if the Jets sign Cap, I'm getting that jersey. Like literally. Yo, that me day. too. Now, I will, they, I that jersey you. will sell out in a day. Anyways. Um, so you got 
Falcons at the Colts. Uh Falcons. Yeah, give me the dirty birds. Ooh, that's tough. I'm gonna take Colts at Jacoby's okay. trending up. Yeah. But so are the Falcons. I'm gonna take Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Colts at home. And I feel like I'm gonna regret this pick, but I'm gonna rock with it for now. Um, we got the Raiders at Vikings. I'm um I'm gonna go Vikings. I, I still don't think Kirk's that good, but I don't think he's gonna play that bad again. And also Dalvin Cook is balling out. So Yeah, they I mean they play better at home anyway. I mean, it's it's you know, playing at Lambeau, Rockers crowd. You know, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think Kirk's that good either, but I, I expect Thielen and Diggs to have a big yep. game. Yeah, I'm gonna rock with Vikings as well. All right. Uh Broncos at Packers. Oh, Packers. Yeah, go Pack go. And the thing about the good thing about the Packers, which is scary for the rest of the league, is that they're having easier games to start out the season to be able to figure their offense out. Mm-hmm. Because the way the defense is playing, like they they once they get that shit rolling, look out. Especially now with Drew Brees out, the NFC might be might be right for the picking. Yep. And uh, who's? I mean, can you believe it? Aaron Rodgers might actually have a, a decent defense. running game. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, right. a defense and a decent running game in the same yep. year. Crazy. Aaron Jones, man. Um, That's a bad boy. And let's see. We then we got uh Panthers at Cardinals. Mm. Panthers are lost again, right? Uh yeah, yeah they lost they, to the Bucks. To the Bucks. That one hurt. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with um the Panthers on this one though. Are they're at Carolina? Yeah, no, no, they're they're in Arizona. They're in Arizona? I think the Cardinals will get their All first right. one. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'll I'll go. I'll go with the upset too. I'll go Cardinals. I think I think they're I think the Cardinals actually would, might be favored in this one, to be honest. Cause they looked better. Yeah. They Yeah. So I think the I think the Panthers I think the Panthers is more of an upset, but I think I'm I'm gonna regret rocking with them after this week. Anyhow, um Ravens at Chiefs. Arrowheads Give me the Pat Mahomes. I, I already said I'm probably rocking. I knew Ravens you was gonna say. I was waiting for you to say it. Like, <laughs> I, I already wrote it down. <laughs> they have a chance. They got a chance every week, yeah. yo. Any given Sunday, bro. I'm, I'm I'm not mad at that. Oh God. All right. Um, Giants at Bucks. Give me the Giants. The first win. Yeah, I think I'm going Giants. Give me the Giants. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, oh, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on you know, second. I would feel much more confident in this pick. Well, and mind you, it's Tuesday, so I don't know. I don't know if Dale Jones gonna start next week. So uh, this is this, oh, this is a contingency pick. So for so I'll say Buccaneers, but if Daniel Jones start, you can't change your I'm pick. Still gonna, you I'm still gonna it. say Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> so ooh, dang it, dang. Yeah, ooh. I'm going Giants. On so so what, what do y'all think? I said Giants. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what? Screw it. Why not? I'll go Giants. Yeah. Y'all, will regret this des- Giants. y'all will regret this decision next week. Sir, I'm a Jets fan. I regret all my life decisions. Oh, wow. Nothing <laughs> new. Um, Saints, Seahawks. Oh, Seah- Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to rock with uh, Seattle as well. They're too good of a team to have um, to have Teddy have to try and go out against that. Right it's, it's in Seattle too? Um. Yeah, since yeah, yeah. Even if even if Breeze was there, I I think I still would have gone. See, Seattle. no, I don't agree with that. I feel like all right. I feel like for this game, you I I'm we're we're making a pick based off of the fact that 
Drew Brees isn't there. If Drew Brees was there, I feel like I, I, I like the Saints. And even this next game that I'm about to announce, it would be better if Ben was there. Uh, Steelers at 49ers. 49ers. Jimmy seems like he's finally getting his legs yeah, up. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully he's, you know, stays healthy. Yeah, I'm going 49ers. Mm-hmm. That's all good. And I'm also going 49ers for the record. They're, uh, they're 2 and 1, right? No, I lied. They played two games. Uh, 2 and 0. So, um, yeah. Texans at Chargers. This is going to be a good one. That is going to be Chargers a good one. Chargers coming off of a loss. Texans coming off of a tough game. I say Chargers at home because uh, that boy Bosa might just have free reign if the that line still don't pick it up. Yeah, I'll go Texans. I got Deshaun. I, lo- I love Deshaun, but Deshaun ain't got no pocket yeah, around Yeah, I know. That, it's so crazy how much he gets hit. I really hope that he – I can't – They better figure yeah, it out. They're going to have to. They got to. Men's men's just be like, yo, we want to extend you. No, there's been no offensive line. Like, yep. Uh, so for Sunday night football, we got uh, Rams Browns. Yeah, still give me the Rams Browns. Yeah, I think. And mind you, Baker does. I love big. I love me some Baker Mayfield. He did not look sharp today at all. Nope, at all. I still think he's putting too much pressure on himself, and that could this pick could blow up in my face very well next week. And the Rams are a good team, and Aaron Donald is there, but. The, I just feel like first game in Cleveland. I think I, I feel like they gotta win. Wait, no, the Browns played in Cleveland last week. Did they? Did? Yeah, they lost at home. They lost at home oh, to the Titans. Yeah, yeah, they got. Oh, oh you're yeah, absolutely got, right. Yeah. All right, since so I get in Cleveland, they gotta make it yeah. up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock with the Browns as well. Rams haven't been haven't looked right. so good, but their defense actually looks. Yeah. Pretty. And Aaron Donald did get hurt for a chunk last yeah, game. Right? I think yeah, I think I think yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, a gamer. He yeah, he came back. He watches he watches a lot of hockey, so he's tough. You watch a lot of hockey, Justin. I do a little bit. Let's go, Rangers. Capo Caco. Let's I'm with it. you on that. Whatever. Bears at Redskins. Oh God, it's a terrible Monday night game. That's why. that's the Monday night game. This is that. this is the Monday night game. Is it just because Bears is an old ass franchise? They just keep giving them these Monday night oh, games for the hundredth season. God. Like Bears. Why? I, actually, I think that might be a that might be something because the Jets and Browns were the first Monday night game ever, the hundredth season of the NFL. Um, Mate, but yeah, who decided that? Nobody oh wants God. to see this game except for Bears and Redskins fans. It's in Washington. It's in Washington. I don't even think they want to watch it on Monday night. I feel like <laughs> they go. We can. We have other games we could switch to on Sunday. But if there's only one game, there's only one game on Monday. Um. Yeah. I. The Bears. I guess. Yeah. Give me the Bears. I went. Clue I, Max, I went. Bears. I, I went Bears last week. I'm gonna go Bears again. They should not have won. They shouldn't. They got they they the refs had to G it real quick. So the refs refs might uh, give this one to Redskins, but it won't affect our picks because we all, we have a, a lot of similar picks this week. But that's it for week three. All right. Okay. Um. All right. That's it for week three. Like you said. And do you have any other thing to cover in sports? Anything? Oh, shout out to Temple. Yeah, you go. Maryland. I was just about to That's say. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yo, put some respect on that Temple defense. You know the I'm also an AR-15. Cut it up. Tough-ass nickname. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you call it? They got 10 votes for the uh, AP number 35 in the nation right now. Bro, that defense is for real. Yo, that's a fact. I can't believe they made that goal. The goal line stand late in the game. Oh, punt return. Yo. Yo. And then that terrible, yeah, off the punt return. So they had all the momentum. And then that terrible punt. Bro, Dog Maryland. Oh, bro, God. their special teams needs to be a practice. Their long snapper, 
the punter, their kicker. Need to be practicing every day. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out them temple, them temple owls, man. Let's go, owls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, with sports wrapping up, we are into part six of Anime Book Club, covering ReZero, starting life in another world, and this week we had to do episodes nineteen through twenty-two. Um, spoilers ahead. So definitely, if you're following along, um, go catch up with the previous episode or just watch episodes for this week. So that way you know what we're talking about and none of this is news to you. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, starts out with episode 19, which was Masan Subaru deciding to do something with his life and him um, starting to get all the strings together to uh, get a group to take out the witch's cult, which involved the first step which is getting them to uh, try and take out the white whale. Yeah. My man was out here fostering, like, you know, uh, alliances and whatnot. I was like, okay, Mr. Delegate, okay, public relations, you know, ambassador of all uh, people. Right, well, he learned, he, uh, he, he, learned, he learned from his mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah cool. right, exactly. I mean, like I always just joke around and say, it, it took him long enough to really, like, you know, only took him dying a few times but i guess from the last time he died um he learned about negotiation and bringing something to the table and i think it's pretty cool that he put together that that um Krush had had interest in the white whale because mm-hmm. i i didn't put that together and he put i mean either yeah like, that, that to me that kind of came out of left field unless i missed something nah i shit i i didn't get that either but um, he he was just like, yeah, you know, it makes sense. You're getting all this stuff together. Da, da. I was like, all right, if you said it makes sense. And honestly, he could have just been taking a stab. Homie was right. Yeah. Like, he's getting smarter, like, as when he dies and come back, comes, comes back to life. So I guess it's good. It's like, the, his character development is so funny because it really takes him to fuck up to realize that, all right, we're going to grow. We're going to get better. Isn't that human nature, though? Yeah. Low key. That, that's a beautiful thing that's, about this. That's show, a, that's a fact. Yeah. Also, um, I think you always see it. It's like when he stops panicking about his deaths. That's when he's able to be like, "All right, like I I got this shit now." You know what yep. I mean? But um, yeah, I'm still gonna imagine it's be frustrating. But yeah, that uh, the episode 19 man, someone's out here pulling the strings, orchestrating, having Rem by his side, getting it all together. Yo, you know what I liked about episode 19? Is um just meeting like the the uh, the, the people from Anastasia's uh, crew. them them dudes is mad funny, especially the one dude Ricardo looking <laughs> like uh first I don't know why and it's probably just my messed up mind like Darcy and Crash Bandicoot. No, my the first thing that came to mind was furry. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> like I said, I got I guess I'm just a messed up person. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I learned something new about you. <laughs> Oh boy, but um, but no, I I thought that was funny, and then like learn about like the the little, like the 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 little girl that was like second in command of the army, and then like meeting mm-hmm. her brother. That was that was it was kind of cute. The ones who low key flexed on them when they were um the first time he met on the, Word. Side of the bar. <laughs> he was like, Word. just like you know, we're part of her mercenaries and we're really powerful. And he's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> but it's really nice meeting you. Okay, bye. bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It was like uh, it was one of the more lighter episodes where like what it wasn't like all dark and gloomy. It was yeah. like okay, like 
Subaru pulled, came through. He actually did something, got the respect of uh, Krush and Anastasia. You know, he's got the respect of uh, Ricardo because Ricardo even said he was like, oh, you know, I wasn't expecting, uh, you know, someone like you to be able to foster this alliance. But I mean, hey, if Anastasia swears by you, then you go in my books. Facts, you got you got shit done. It was a nice setup for um, that battle against the White Whale. Yo, starts at, uh, 19, 19 and tw- um, I mean, 20 and uh, I guess beginning of 21. Yeah. Dog. Yo, that was Dog. yo, Willem. <laughs> I forgot yeah. how dope that fight was. Like, literally, I remember pieces of it, and then watching it again, I was like, This shit's amazing. Yo, Willem went out there wow. and put up 35, 16, and 14. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> he was wild. Yeah, nah, nah, he really pulled up with the sword and was stabbing that hole, cutting his <laughs> yo, eye out. I was like, Yo, he was not, nah, but it, it made sense though. Yeah, it made sense as to why because he, I, and you know. I, well, that's really episode twenty-one, so I'll save it for that. But um, wait, no, 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 I lied. Was it was it this episode that they were doing like his like character showing like Willem's backstory? Uh, for yeah, they started. Of it. Yeah, they started. Yeah, they started in episode in, twenty. In episode okay. 20 his, uh, background. Yeah, most definitely, and I guess because the the white whale took away his wife. That was like yeah, yeah. So I guess it was like very personal for him. Oh, for dude, like this man's been waiting his whole life to go on his hunt. Yeah. Like since his uh, wife got taken, and it was just like. It was just fire, man. Like that whole, the fight, like, and I'll, I'll say it here. And then also when we cover some, like uh, some of the later episodes, this show does a great job in creating despair. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's a great. And, and making you sit here and like, and I'll say One Piece did this to me in some arcs too. And um, in some of the more recent arcs, but it's like where I'm sitting there and I'm literally like, I don't know how they're going to beat this. Yeah. Like it's you know, and you always get that feeling when you watch shows where it's like the 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 thing is yeah they got to pull it out somehow in the end yeah, and in a show like ReZero, you really don't know because homie can just die again and then you don't know where he's going. But um, they do a really good job creating despair, and then like you said, like they had that lighter episode in such a dark show where it's like yeah you feel you feel good about the battle going in. It starts off even when they launch all their best attacks and they're like, yo. Like, all right, we just launched our strongest attacks. Um, that means it's going to be a tough fight. You still go, okay, they, everything still feels pretty under control. And then everything goes to shit. Ah, uh, yeah. Vanishing, the fog. Um, yeah, that's crazy, right? The fog makes people literally disappear yeah, from existence. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, like, I might be bleeding over 21, but just, like, that whole, the whole scenes. Um, you didn't know what happened to Ricardo. Uh, it's super despair, just the... Like even Cruz was out here, kind of worried, you know. Worried, because like you know, the whale just pulled off the. uh, Was like, all right, Shadow, see real quick. Yeah, Yeah, three of them holes pulled up. I was like, yo, (laughs) how did three whales come into the equation? I thought, yeah, I remember when um I was rewatching. I was sitting here. I was like, I remember them being three of them. I don't remember what happened though. Like also, the panic and the fog made it feel like an animated version of like Dunkirk or some shit, where it's like you're in this wartime. Everyone's freaking out over the fog. Not when they went crazy, but when they got split up. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, we think we're actually gaining something after um Reinhardt put off the wild hundred hit combo, Reinhardt, um Wilhelm. Which coincidentally, if you guys put together, it's Reinhardt's dad. Yep. Um Yeah. Wait, what oh wait. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um pulled off the wild combo, which by the way, don't let anyone tell you jump force isn't fun. 
I bought that shit. That shit is mad fun. <laughs> really quick, but it kind of felt like being a master swordsman almost seems like a curse. Well, it depends. Because for her, it definitely was because she didn't want it. She literally, and the way um Wilhelm described it when he first goes, you know, I, when he's like, oh, like, you probably figured it out that I'm attached to the white whale or whatever. And a super was like, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, he was like, yo, like, she didn't want it, but the sword loved her. Like, she didn't have a choice. So not only did she have the name, she was just the best. But like, at the same time, I don't think Reinhardt looks at it like a curse, though. You know what I mean? I feel like Reinhardt likes the whole idea of being a knight. And then I feel like for um, Teresia, I think her name was. She yeah. Was like, oh, like, I hate that this is the life that was given to me. Like, she just, it feels like she don't like any part of more it of a until uh, Wilhelm said that he want like, he wants to, he wanted to be a knight because he has some, like, he wants to protect something. Yeah. And then it, like, changed the way she looked at it, you know? Dog, that was a big flex. When he came, with the, the, the flashback, when he just busted into the room. Yeah. And just, just attacked her and was like, ching, 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 ching. <laughs> and then, and then breaks her sword. It was like, see, ha, told you, you wasn't fit to have this sword. You're not the best anyway. Now kiss me. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is a bigly flex. Big oh flex. my gosh. I'm the captain. But, um, so Reinhardt, Reinhardt, I keep saying Reinhardt. I saw Wilhelm, the real MVP. Yep. But, so, um, it really yeah, is. That, was, that fire, that whole fight with the whale. Like, shout out to my son coming up with a strategy to, to drop the tree on him. Right. Yo, that was tough. Also, every time he makes the, the witch's scent go stronger, I'm like, he's not going to be able to come back from this one. I was like, and I, can't, yes. I can't take it Yo. if he had to start over. I'm like, I was trying to figure it out. every time, too. He's like, oh, my God, I'm back. Bro, he, like, found a, he found a way to finesse that joint. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He getting, he's, getting, he's getting smarter because he realizes that every time that, if, if you look back to every time that he tried to tell somebody about the return by death, the the person usually always follows or within like the next like minute they talk about how the witch is setting so strong and it's crazy mm-hmm. because they didn't i wouldn't say they didn't no no they definitely did not emphasize the fact that like he was aware of when he tried to say that that that's what um that's bringing the witch's sense stronger mm-hmm. so the fact that he just did it and then he put it together as we were mm-hmm. i fuck with that i was like yo that's so smart because yeah. that's how the um the the white whale like yeah, attracting that's the um the the dogs and shit like of being attracted to the scent. It was like again, like you like you're, like you said, like piecing together that way. Also, did you notice when he was doing that shit? They started showing more bits and pieces of the witch, like when you actually saw the woman's face and stuff behind him, like whispering something, and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm back." Mm-hmm. Like Where that shit. Mm. She was out here seducing him to death. Facts. That whole strategy was just wild, and that like big ass tree getting dropped on the whale. And then Wilhelm gave the final blow, man. You feel all right in the feels. Yep. Out here, like, now I could finally visit my wife's grave. Yeah, man. That shit was dope. Really good fight scene over yeah, there. I was actually um, surprised. Something surprised, you really expected. Yeah, with the, with the, yeah. I didn't expect that joint to be as lit as it was, but I was happy that it, it turned out pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after that, we get uh, a little more feels and um, Subaru owning up to his role. Him out here, like you know what, may not be the strongest, but I'm kind of smart, and I definitely got more experience than people realize. And he not pussy. Him using, <laughs> I mean, he ain't got no pussy. Yeah, dog, she's throwing it at him. Oh my god, she's throwing it at yeah. him. 
Krush is throwing it at him. This is wild. Word. Krush even said, like, yeah, you know what? At times, you know what? I thought about smashing. Yeah, he's like, you might do a little something. This is why he can never be, like, you know, in, in my favorites. Because, like, yo, he's real. I, 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 I don't understand it. Like, this is just the story. That is what it is. But, like, I can't understand it. The woman is not going to fall in love with you. He literally has made it clear that says, yeah, I don't even care if she falls in love with me. I just kind of want uh, her to be happy. I'm like, yo, my man. Yeah, but what about you, Subaru? What about you? It's like, Subaru, you don't got, I, I, I know you got wants and needs, my nigga. <laughs> you got Rem out here throwing it at you. She basically puts his head in her bosom like every episode. At this yeah, point. bro. Like, son. Yeah, so we got them being separated. And you get them actually going into, which leads us through um, twenty, uh, finishing twenty one, and then going into twenty two, of them actually going after Beetle. I'm gonna say Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. And um, yeah, so you get them deciding to go after. They uh, Subaru sets it up, kind of lures out Beetlejuice, destroys the hideout, kills them. Thinks, all right, this is the end of it. We got to kill the rest of his fingers. So just go around, find them, round them all up. Hold up, wait a minute. You thought he was finished? Yo. (laughs) Yo. Yup. Well, that part kind of confused me, though. Oh, yeah. Because I was really messed up because I'm thinking, all right, like the dude is dead, whatever. You didn't think it seemed a little too easy? It def- well, hell yeah, it seemed a little too easy. Especially <laughs> when you're midway through the episode and everybody's laughing and smiling and somebody just died. No way. I, was, I wasn't going for it. Yeah. yeah them, them little kids was mad funny when they killed him. It was like, yo, why are y'all going through his stuff? Why are you going through his pockets? I mean, we won. <laughs> why, wouldn't, why wouldn't we go through his pockets? <laughs> that was mad funny. And then, uh, what do you call it? Subaru's like, are you sure he's dead? All right. Yeah, <laughs> right here. Boom. Blew <laughs> him up. It's like, that's crazy. But um, no, nah, I thought the, uh, you know what I'm, uh, it, it reminded me of this, uh, like the whole petrol geese uh, dying and then like the, the woman coming at the end. Yeah. It reminded me of um, in Naruto, Pain, how like they were oh. all connected with the Renegon. Oh, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. so I guess they're all, I guess all the witch cult or like the higher ups, like the the archbishops. I think they're all linked together because she was like, "Oh, what happened to my uh, my gospel?" And it was the book that he took off of Petulgis. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the archbishops are all connected because even when he went up to Petulgis, he was like, "You smell with like a lot of love," which is like I guess what the witch scent is to yeah, them. Yeah, and uh, what do you call it? Yeah, so he was like, are you sure you're not pride? Because, like, you smell an awful lot like pride. And then the, the, the woman said that. She was like, hey, you smell like pride. Who? And then she was like, who's an archbishop? He's the missing archbishop seat. So it's like, yo, like, Okay, there's a couple things that we'll say about that. Wait, before um, you even, before you even, so, yeah, no, 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 there's just one thing that, like, really stood out to me. So you know how they have the, the, the visible hands that only Subaru, mm-hmm. Subaru supposedly can see. It's kind of interesting that Wilhelm was able to see the hands. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking that too. I don't know if he was able to see them or if he just sensed them. No, he was. He was able to see them because the water, the water oh. was on the hands and then the, he could see the, uh, the outline of the, the hands. Okay. So that's why he was able to cut them oh. off. And then they, they pulled up on the shorty and was like, ha. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. A couple things. What you're saying, JT. One was, um, 
they explain the gospels which is like everyone in the cult has it i will say though that now that i'm actually thinking more about it how when they explained it they were like whenever the cult thinks you'd be a good candidate as a member they just appear and give you one and that's kind of like your invitation so i was like oh no one ever gave subaru one but remember in episode 15 when he was chained up and beetlejuice was like oh like you have so much when he was like crazy and he was like you have so much love on you like you should come join us you should come join us and he goes oh you don't have the gospel i'll leave this with you before they went out mm. so right so now i'm thinking about it i'm like he was never given one and even when by the way the girl was like it was Beetlejuice again. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's all the archbishops are connected, mm. because technically, the white whale would be considered an archbishop, because he was the white whale was gluttony. Remember Puck said oh, that. Oh yeah, he did say that when um right before Subaru died. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So I don't think the archbishops are connected, but I think part of Beetlejuice's power, or Beetlejuice whatever his power. Is that he? Um, like I guess he shares the bodies with uh, the ten fingers. Um, that could be it. Where it's just like he'll just kind of transfer over. That's what I think. Um, it is with that. So I think it's just you have to d- get rid of all the fingers. But also, like it kind of makes sense in that if it's sloth, that could be another one of his abilities. Just because it's like you're so lazy that you're literally just passing it off to everyone. Hmm. Oh, so that's what the slaughter. Right, oh, that, that's yeah. my theory. That's my theory. Oh, so, so so since Subaru was mad lazy in the beginning, that's why he's slothful. <laughs> yeah, but at the same, that was time, actually the name of the episode too. So I mean, wait, JT, did you not know what sloth meant? Hmm. You didn't know what sloth meant? No, I knew what it meant. I just, oh, okay. I just yeah, never like together. connected it. I knew like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Got gotcha, you, got you, got you. Um, yeah, like I was, but I also do like I don't remember this in the first time. Like I think that's really interesting that Subaru might be Pride, which would kind of explain how he got randomly brought there. Would also explain how um he has a witch's scent on him because only because literally this episode is when Beetle um Geese goes. You Wait. the level of scent you have on you is the same as us. Wait, hold on. This might be a dumb question. I probably should have picked it up by now. Mm-hmm. Are the are all the seven archbishops like the seven deadly? Justin, JT, just oh, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> we were having Yo, such, even says we it. were having such an insightful conversation. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, when when you ask a question and the teacher's like, "There's no such thing as dumb questions," and then you ask, it, and then the whole class is looking at you like, was... "Yeah, John, no, John, know what I'm talking about." <laughs> Yo, I don't know why I, I I don't know I must have been looking at my phone or something when that was happening. I I don't know why it, it just like bro yeah. went wow as soon as really you hear over my head. I think that. Well, gluttony, gluttony not, in, not until not until you guys yeah. said it just now. <laughs> oh man, because I knew slothful. I knew was like you know sloth, like you know being lazy, whatever, like that. But that's the only thing I really got. And then I guess, yeah, yeah. and then now pride. But as I was, you know what we um we failed to mention what um is the return of Julius. AKA yes. Julie. 
cute. Which I didn't understand. I, call me Julie. It's so I'm like, it was so know, weird watching the why? sub and the dub because in the dub it it he was saying, Oh, call me Jules. But then in the in the and then in the dub the no in the dub he said Jules and then in the sub he said Julie. I was like, uh okay, this is weird. But you know, yeah. stuff gets gets messed up in translation. Yeah. But his reasoning for it was weird too, because he was like, "Yeah, because I'm like Noble Knight is Julius, but like I'm a I'm an assassin right now, so just like, call me Julie." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, all right, relax, my nigga. Like, it's not that." Serious. He was trying to make himself sound cool. It's yeah, not that, that was serious. Like, right. We did glaze over that part, which was a big part too of just him um figuring out that relationship, like being like, "All right, you know, like we we on the same page. You both want what's best for Amelia. We may not like each other, but like they they do end up end up respecting each other and realize how out of line they were. Yep, they were. Yeah. I mean, even uh, felt was like, you know, go apologize to him. Oh, Felix. Yeah, yeah Felix. Why? Well, I'm sorry, not not felt. Fe- yeah, Felix. I I know you apologized earlier, but like you gotta apologize, apologize. Like, yeah, like do it for real. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Um. Also, yeah, that dude. That was the end, which was mm-hmm. wild. Um. Again, left us off with a bit of despair, as in, uh, you you think he's dead? How do you really kill him? And then you get the return of Ram with this spell. Word, that was questions. crazy. Left off on a nice little cliffhanger to finish out the the season. Um, oh, wait, that's and that's yeah. the end of the season. No, well, next week we're about to finish up. Uh, yeah, Dang. it's only one season so far. They finally have the second season in production. So literally, um, my friend Chris was always like, he's like, yeah, ReZero is amazing, but if they only left it at one season, I can't say it's amazing anymore. Mm. Wait, time out. So this is like, there's no more episodes after this? No, after next week. We got to wait till season two comes out, which they finally announced this year. What? Dang. So date on it, but at least it's in production. But um, it does end pretty satisfying, I will say. So it's not, it's not, it's not going to leave you on like a cliffhanger and then what's going to happen next and it never comes. Dang, that's uh, that's wild. Oh, really quick though, um, we do see Amelia for like the first time in like quite a few episodes, and it's her and Puck. And you know what? I was I was kind of wondering when when Puck was talking to Amelia, he died when Puck was all giant, right? Yeah. Do spirits have any type of recollection or anything like that, or have any type can feel anything no. in regards to that, or is it I don't he died so. and it was just a different uh like alternate reality i i don't think the spirits know anything because um remember in the beginning when they were fighting when they actually got into the fight in the loot house Mm -hmm. and he just went puck like block her and puck just listened and he was just like i don't know how you know my name but good call (laughs) um so that's why i don't think they have a thing and also about the spirits notice how that spirit kind of saved subaru and the yeah. forest just kind of appeared. So I don't, I guess the spirits kind of like him too, or is it showing something? Maybe some foreshadowing. Mm. But also seeing the effect that the spirits have on the followers of the witch. A spirit, a spirit, a spirit. Right. Yeah. Just, um, it's, it's wild after Sis offed, like for the, off the sloth, bro. The sloth demi human. Oh, he yeah. He was standing yeah, next yeah, to her. Yeah, the, yeah there was the sloth, and he was like, yeah, this yeah, the, well one of um Anastasia's people. Yeah. And the hands came yeah. out of nowhere. Body my son quick. Yo. Twist them up. But um man, I'm like, it's bittersweet right now, man. I'm, I only got one more one more week. 
Next block is the Endery Zero. No. Last thing, um, you know, almost done with ReZero. Favorite points. Um, what do you guys think is gonna happen next? Do you have any thoughts? Oof. Again, this is another cliffhanger, so it's like I really don't know. So it's perfectly fine if you don't. I think. Um, I well, I don't know. I feel like there's gonna be some resolve with Amelia and and Subaru. I guess especially since he feels like he's done what he had to do, do to protect her, at least to an extent, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see. I don't know. JT seems pretty convinced he's never going to win her over. I don't know. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> ever. Yo, can we wait really quick? Did we mention that these guys are just riding on like uh, Siberian Huskies? Yeah. yeah wow, 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 and, and how they were called riggers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I wouldn't say it. But <laughs> and then like their whole race is basically just like, like half cat, half human. Like. Demi humans, but they're riding on other on on whole animals. Yeah. <laughs> and why does uh, uh, Felix have the the the, the Y in, in those N words? <laughs> oh no! I mean, oh, that's just phrasing phrasing that. I mean, out of context, that sounds yeah. That's just that sound wild. But um, but um, but yeah. When <laughs> she she says no, it's it it comes off as a meow. I, from watching other animes, that's just like a, it's like it's like a meow, but it's like because he speaks English. Well, not English, but he actually speaks in like human language. So it's like, which makes it even it wilder in. that it's a guy, because like I'd expect that from a girl. So, so oh, there's no man. guy cats. That's what you're trying to say. No, I'm just saying because you know, like, <laughs> if I think of guy cats, I'm thinking about like Tom from like Tom and Jerry and the alley cats and the Aristocats. But um, not you know. You don't know yeah. any anime cats. That's okay. That's true. I don't know any anime cats. I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. You know. Yeah, there's some in Naruto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they were you know they 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 was they was cool. They was ninja cats. You know <laughs> they was out they was out here going pew pew. Then he wasn't saying meow. <laughs> um, on that note, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, good pod as usual. Got me feeling in a better better of a mood. That wasn't English. Um, this guy's talking like Felix. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We, we That's the name it. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got a lot covered today. Um, NFL Week Two, Anime Book Club, other sports happening, I guess. Uh, for next week, I don't even tell you the episode. Just finish the show. Um, next week will be our last week on ReZero. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Enjoy this experience thoroughly. I'm talking like Felix the whole next episode. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Signing out. It's your boy John. Follow us on Saratubby Sports everywhere. Check out the YouTube channel. Uh, things are broken up into clips there. If you just want to listen to Anime Book Club, you can just do that there. You just want to listen to us talk about football. You know, we got everything broken up there. I got into playlists for each episode. Anime Book Club got its own playlist. Check that out. Um, YouTube will probably be updated. Not the same day the episode comes out. The following day. Um, yeah, and then follow me at Offended Normal on Twitter. Well, you already know what I say every week. Um, man, you shouldn't even have you sign out, man. You just yeah, that. no. I'm the worst. Don't even give like, a piece of advice like JT. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Man. Um, yeah, let me switch. I, I, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to switch it up this week for everybody. I bet. You know? I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all have a good week.
<laughs> yeah, that's my advice. The worst. Well, then, you guys can follow me. It's just going to be a string of, uh, you know, retweets and funny things and uh, me bashing the Jets. Uh, but it's J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Uh, look for the dashing fellow in a pink Odd Future shirt in the Avi. All right. Um, it's been real. Go share this pod with other people because you really love us. Just share us. Yeah.